Welcome to Bold Girl Biz Podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to fearless and brave entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Robbie Walls. So consider yourself one step closer to success. Why? Because you're going to hear lessons learned through failures, setbacks, and sometimes laughable moments in business. And the resilience it takes to get back up, shake it off, and move you from failure to success as a way to grow your business and build income. Let's go. Hey, welcome everyone to Bold Girl Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Walls. I'm so excited about today's guest. She's very unique in that she calls herself an evolution junkie. She's a copywriter and host of her own podcast called On Consciousness. She's all about conscious evolution, abundance, and transformation. I'm fascinated with the idea of on consciousness. Here to talk, Bold Girl Biz is a bold girl talking biz. Let's welcome Reva Ananda connecting with us from Dubai. Hi, hey, Robbie. Hi, how Hi. are you? <laughs> I'm great. How are you doing? I, I love am... your intro. It's very radio and <laughs> very oh, thank spot you. on. It's amazing. Thank you. It's, it's energizing. <laughs> it is. It definitely yeah. is. Well, yes, I am. Like I said, I am truly fascinated with um, your podcast and I want to know more about consciousness and um, being unconscious. So tell us, um, talk about how you got started and um, yeah, let's, let's, let's get started. Amazing. So it's Unconscious Podcast and people can find us by um, searching for Get Unconscious. So the same way you spell unconscious, but with the U changed into an O. So uh-huh. the entire idea started with um, as a friend of mine. So I do this not um, by myself, but with my very good friend, Chris McLean, and he hails from Melbourne, Australia. So we, both of us, we call ourselves evolution junkies because we're all about, hey, how can we better than what we were yesterday? How can we improve this aspect of our life? Mm-hmm. Whether it be nutrition or um, uh, health and fitness or about productivity or performance or uh, our own consciousness. So we have these little WhatsApp conversations every single day. So you know the time difference uh, between the UAE and Melbourne. So when I'm sleeping, he would have put up a couple of articles for me um, oh. to read. Uh, and I wake up and I'm like, oh, okay, he's on it again. <laughs> and then I've got to read and reply. And we have this conversation and we say, hey, you know what? Let, let's just extend this and get people involved as well. Let's share what we are doing uh, with a bunch of people. Then it started off as an audio podcast. And now we are doing um, webinars and interviews uh, oh. with amazing people. So that's great. That's how it started. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And so now talk about when you talk about consciousness, our audience may not know or deeply know, I mean, we know what consciousness is, but kind of go in deeply or give us an example. Right. So it's amazing because this morning was, I actually recorded, um, uh, not recorded, went uh, Facebook live on this very topic about being conscious mm. because people keep telling us, you got to be mindful. You got to be conscious. You yes. got to be a Buddha. You got to be, you know, you got to be in the moment. You got to be in the now, but what does it all mean and why do we have to be in the now? I mean, why, yes, why not? Plane, yes. Exactly. Why, why not just think about the memories or why not we live in the future with where our goals and aspirations exist? Why do we have to be present? 
you got to be present because the present is the only thing that's real. The past mm. is already past. And, you know, the past is very perceptional. So that's why history books, we cannot trust history books, right? They were written at various stages yes. and um, they, they're always, they always get amended by, for political reasons. And the past is changed by different people's perspectives. Um, well, we think about the future. The future exists only as uh, possibilities. Um, mm. When you place your um, observation in any particular point of the future, that's when there is a possibility for it to exist. So let's forget the past. Let's forget the future. I would like to you know, think about um, uh, a Chinese saying where um, I, I think it's a Chinese saying and it's brilliant because it says that a man cannot cross a river twice. Because the man will never be the same man again, and the river is not the same river as well. So you see how powerful is that? Our Let's present that. is so precious. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Let's it, think about that. Okay. Oh. Okay. Every yes. <laughs> cell, every body, I mean, our own body, I, I think they say in, a, in a, every couple of years, every three years, our cells actually renew themselves. Yes. And, um, we, we, we shed um, our, our dead skin every day. We, we don't eat the same food every day. So we, we don't think the th same thoughts every day. So we're not the same person. As, I'm not the same Reva as I was a second ago. A second ago. Ah. Because now you've introduced me in your show. So now I've got something else to talk about. So I'm a ah, different person already. I got, I got it. Oh, I like that. Isn't that amazing? And that you amazing. have never heard the saying no, a I minute haven't. ago and now you have so you're you're robbie with now this new knowledge of the chinese proverb <laughs> so, i like so, you that. know wow i'm definitely going to put that in the show note I, I just might sum that up and call that this title i mean that's awesome yeah that, that's why our present is so precious that's why we call it the present right because it's like a right. gift to us it is a gift. and um we got to enjoy it when we got to when we get to feel the emotion and when we get to really be aware of our thoughts we are able to craft the future to how we want so let's let's deep dive about that yes um, yes let's uh, deep dive a mm -hmm. little bit yeah yes so science says that we've got close to we, we make close to 35,000 choices a day. Mm. 35,000. Wow. That's incredible. That's but we incredible. don't remember making 35,000 uh, 35, choices, do we? No, no because idea. we're not <laughs> conscious about them. No, we're not conscious about them. Oh. We make choices um, on when to, let's say, um, have a deep breath. Um, how many times are we going to, um, um, how many strokes of brush are we going to do when we're brushing our teeth today? These are all unconscious choices that we do, but we're not mm. aware of these choices. And it's practically impossible to be conscious about all of these 35,000 choices, but we can make an effort to be aware about at least a small percentage of these choices. Now, what happens when we do that? is we retrain our brain. Our brain is like a muscle, a huge muscle mass. So we become a little bit more conscious and we make, um, and this allows us to be a little bit more capable in making conscious decisions okay. in our life. So let's say you keep uh, brushing your teeth with your right hand every day. Okay. What I suggest is tomorrow morning when you do that or this evening before you go to bed, Try doing it with your left hand. Make a conscious decision. Let's say you're somebody who um, uh, has coffee in the morning every day. Then uh -huh. you stop yourself one day and make a conscious decision and have tea. 
So this is something that that trains and why is this training so important is it allows us to be conscious in every moment in every um, every possible second that we can so um, there are a lot of unconscious and subconscious thoughts that creep uh, into our daily lives there could be a colleague that passes us by and we don't even know why we have this negative feeling or we feel this anger towards this person but being conscious will allow us to ask this question hey why am I always angry? Why do I always like piss this guy off? Uh, why am I being a uh -huh. bad person to him? Now, if you want to change behavior, that is the best thing that anybody can do. And I, I, I like to break it down into three parts by saying, first, you want to have a great intention. Yep. Then you want to have intensity. Then you go towards your internal shift. But the intention, setting an intention can't happen unless you are aware of your present behavior and being aware will allow you to change that. So, for example, so like this morning I got up and I brushed my teeth with my right hand because my mm -hmm. right hand is dominant. So tonight when I get ready to go to bed, I'm going to brush my teeth. I'm going to consciously make a decision to do it with my left hand. Now, yeah, this is, these are just exercises to mm. train your brain. Okay. But essentially, every single day when we make a decision about, hey, do I want to hire this guy or not? And then you make a conscious decision then because you know there's a lot of stuff at stake there. Correct? Okay. Yes. But then when we make a lot of unconscious choices, like um, a lot of people when they're stressed, the first thing that they do is go out and grab a cigarette and put it in their mouth and, and smoke. And they wouldn't I've even remember that. it. <laughs> they don't even know that they're doing it. It's just like a habit. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you stop that habit? Yeah, how do you stop you that be habit? aware. Mm. So you've got to be aware that needs a little bit of training. So these, these little changes in your life can give those training, give ah. that training to you to become a little bit more aware. So and you start with things that you can change, right? You start with the brushing your teeth. Brushing yeah, your you teeth, can change yeah. it to your, your left hand because, mm -hmm. you know, that's something that you can do. It doesn't take a huge effort. Changing coffee to tea, maybe it takes a little bit of effort, but still it's doable. Um, changing, shifting these little behaviors will give you the confidence that you can shift bigger behaviors in your life, negative behaviors that you've been struggling to get rid of the longest time. Mm, got it. That I really like. And um, that's a great idea for our audience to start there. Now let's go into manifestation. How can we manifest something that is we've been wanting or thinking about? Let's dig okay. a little bit into that. Great, great question. I love that question because this is something that I used to struggle with a lot. Uh, I, I still do because manifestation, yeah. people make it sound super easy. Like, hey, I want something, yes. I get something. Right, right, right. right. But the trick with manifestation is there is this little gap that a lot of us um, forget to think about. This is called the happiness gap, as I'd like to call it, that is wanting happiness and then telling yourself that you will be happy when that particular thing happens. So it's, it's called the if or then model. If mm, I get perfect. married, I'll be happy. If right. I get the money, I'll be happy. If mm. I meet my life partner, I'm going to be happy. But this doesn't work because what you are essentially doing is handing over the happiness to something else. Now, happiness is in your power. And when you realize that happiness is not a goal, it's a state of being, you got to be in it. You got to be happy in the now. 
And what happens when you're in the now, you actually get into the uh, vibration of manifestation. Mm. Now, the vibration of manifestation sounds like word salad. <laughs> it <it's> really <laughs> sounds complicated. Yeah. But essentially, it's like a radio station. All right. Just imagine it this way. Just imagine that all your life's ambitions and goals and stuff that you want to achieve are all sitting there in a particular FM frequency, 101.1 FM. All right. Okay. Mm -hmm. And now you are thinking in an AM frequency of 89.3. Now, there is no way you're going to listen or you're going to get what's happening in 101.1 FM when you're sitting here at 89.3 AM because it's like a radio station. You, 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 you have, you have, you're driving and you have all these stations over here, but if you're not tuned into the right station, there is no way you're going to get the audio from there or the, you're, gonna, you're not going to enjoy the songs from there or not going right. to listen, you, right? Right. So that mm -hmm. is what it is. Now, you've got to go to that frequency of 101.1 FM. How do you get there? How do you get there? Happiness is the key. Satisfaction is the key. Now, a lot of people put happiness as a goal that we want to be happy. No, you be in the happy. You right now be in the I happy. See. I see. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um I think I've got a little story about, uh, uh, it reminds me of a little story. Let me see if I can put it together. So sure. somebody actually goes to um, a monk in the Himalayas. Um, you know, it, it, it's so typical, a monk sitting in the Himalayas. So you have a monk <laughs> sitting there and meditating. And he asked the monk, um, I want to be happy. And the monk says, no, you, your question has the answer. And mm. uh, the guy says like, well, I don't understand. I want to be happy. How do I, how do I get to be happy? I want to be happy. And the monk first says, drop the I. So drop your ego. All right. And then, all right, what would you left with? Want to be happy. Now drop the want. Drop the wanting to be somewhere. Drop the anticipation of the entire thing. Okay. So what are you left with? Happy. That's it. Hmm. So drop the anticipation of the whole thing. So if I want something, I need to drop the whole thing and just be in you that gotta moment. You got to be in the frequency of it. Okay. You got to be in the frequency. Now, no, it's still a little, it's still a little fuzzy there. It's it kind of like, seems like a fuzzy concept to grasp for a lot of people, but to be in the frequency of the things you want is simply feeling how you would feel when you have that thing. Yes. Okay. Okay. But that thing has to be um, an end goal, not a means goal. Ooh, let's let's talk about that a little bit. So we have an end goal, we have a means goal. So let's see if I I want let us say I want a house, uh, a bigger house with a beautiful white kitchen. That's what I see right now but I don't Great. have that. Great. Okay. So, now, yep. The beautiful white house over there. How do you feel about it? Being in the beautiful white house? Oh, I'm happy. I, I have no. a big kitchen. Oh, no. Okay. Let's, let's know you're happy. That's, that's great. Let's get, get a bit more. So happy is a bit wide. So what are okay. you feeling? Let, let's, let's feel the emotion. What is it? Is it, is it gratitude? Is it, oh. are you feeling satisfied? Are you feeling 
excited? Are you feeling elated? What is it? Let's, let's dive a little bit more into the emotions. Okay. So I am feeling excited. I'm so grateful. And, uh, I am, oh, I'm just elated that I am in the kitchen that I can cook in and it's big and I have double sinks in. Um, I, I am really, really grateful. Great, great. Now yes. let's get out of the concrete and the material part of it. I loved something that you said over there. You were talking about cooking. Let's mm -hmm. go into the cooking part of it. Okay. So you want to cook and who are you cooking for? Um, I see my future grandchildren. Um, so I love to bake. Uh, so they're all there visiting and uh, we are, we all have room and we are yeah. making ice cream uh, and, you know, fun pancakes, different color food so I can see all that. I love that. Now I love that. You know what happened to me just now? I have no idea. Am I allowed to swear in your show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have no fucking idea what this house looks like or what is this kitchen sink that you're talking about. But what uh -huh. I can relate to and I feel this warm fuzz that's spreading out of my heart is when you told me about the cookies and the ice cream and the kids and the uh -huh. sharing and the, and the little hands and, and your big hands and feeding the little hands and there's so much of noise that's happening. I mean, oh, come on, I can feel it. Every single one of us who's listening to us can feel this as well. Now, this is the feeling that we got to aim for. Ah, it's not the house. Not the you house. got to get concrete, not about the building, but you got to get concrete about the feeling. So now you got to keep trying to achieve this feeling every single day or as many times as you can. Now, how do you do that? You were talking about ice cream and the cookies and the sharing. The next time you see a little kid and you, you, at, at a little store that you go to or a restaurant that you go to and you, and you see a kid um, having his cookie all messy and dripping down on his shirt, you go back to that feeling of yourself owning that house, ah. being in that house. Okay. Or the next time you do baking, you share it with the little kids in your neighborhood and you get that feeling again or reach for that feeling again. Oh. Right now, reach oh. for that feeling. Either okay. you do something and get in the feeling or you get in the feeling when you're meditating. Now the house disappears, but you get that feeling and you let that attachment go. See, um, when people talk about Buddhist um, uh, beliefs and um, uh, a way of life, they talk about non-attachment. And a lot of people um, have a, a huge misconception about non-attachment. Buddha didn't say that you've got to be non-attached to things. Buddha said you've got to be non-attached about the wanting of things, about holding on to the, the, the want. Mm. So you can want something huge for yourself. You can want a great experience for yourself, but don't hold on to that thing. Start... Okay. Um, getting into the emotion of that thing right now. And then you are in that right frequency of the radio station. Now you can hear it. And now it's so easy for the universe to deliver it to you, to manifest it for you. Because come on, okay. you're listening. You're tuned into the right station. Tuned into I mean, the all right this station, while, yeah. All this while I'm just screaming out your name. I'm saying, Robbie, Robbie, Robbie. I'm saying, Riva, Riva, Riva. But you can't hear me because you're fucking tuned uh, into the wrong station. Uh, so get, get on the right frequency first. Get, get on, on the, the right frequency. Yeah. Okay. And it's all, exactly. it starts with a feeling. So you got to get in that vibration. Okay. Got it. I mean, you got to be thinking, right? I mean, yeah. as humans are the only creatures in the entire uh, 
planet in the entire universe uh, or at least our galaxy who have this immense amount like a wide array of feelings so why do we have it why do we have so many feelings yes why because that is our power the ah. feelings are our power we got to realize that that it's not the material stuff that it's not that it's not the physical stuff but it's the feeling that makes us so different from everything else and then when we understand that and how do we understand that again we come back to consciousness we got to be aware of what is our current feeling now are we vibrating low are we vibrating high are we in the manifestation frequency or are we in the downward spiral ah okay i like that i'm going to assume that most of our audience um and i'm just talking about like currently it's kind of what's on my heart right now is that People are in this time um, wanting, um, you know, with loss of job, with, uh, with everything going on health-wise. So people are looking for answers, right? And yeah. um, let's go to that money real quickly about what if they are looking for money. Now, I've just learned that money is not- A means go. It's, yeah. it's a means go. So we're not going to focus on the money. No. Right. You got to focus on why you want that money for. Why you want that money for. Okay. So mm -hmm. let's say, um, yeah, so money is a huge thing. Uh, and, and, and second after money is um, weight loss, I would think. Be yeah. People <laughs> struggle with both of these things. Well, both a of lot. those things, yes. <laughs> um, and then maybe a relationship. I don't know. Uh, yeah. yeah it's a, so three things, right? And then you start realizing that all of these three things are tied to bottom beliefs that we as a majority of human beings have. When it comes to money, we have a lot of bottom beliefs like money is hard to get. Money doesn't mm. grow on trees. Money doesn't grow on trees. Yes. Heard, yeah. that, heard, heard that. So many times when we were kids, you know, it's like grain into your brain. Um, uh, we also have this thing about uh, you've got you got to compete for money because that's what schools teach us. When you have exams, you're not you're not you know uh, you're not supposed to help your uh, fellow classmates. Your friend, that's right. Because that's called cheating. You can't do that because it's competition. Because yeah. mm -hmm. if I'm gonna get the the uh, the first rank, if someone else is gonna get the first rank, then I can't get it. So it's competition right there. If someone else is gonna get. The job, I'm not going to get it. That's the competition. If someone else is going to get the money, I'm not going to get it. So there is this lack mentality that sits as a bottom belief in mm. all of us. And we also think that money is the hardest thing ever to get because, you know, somehow my dad told me that he, he works, he worked for 14 hours a day. I mean, why would he work for 14 hours if money wasn't hard to get? Right, right. So all of these things are actually, um, I like how um, Vishen Lakhiani talks about it. He says they are rules, which are bullshit rules. Right, right. <laughs> so he has coined a term for that. Now, who told us these things are true? They are not true, but we believe them to be true. Right. Um, as what Bruce Lipton says in his biology of belief, we are what we believe. Mm. We know that, right? We yes. know that. We hear mm -hmm. that as well. If we now the belief comes down to again the feeling frequency of stuff. So if we if I believe that I'm beautiful, I'm beautiful. If I believe I'm courageous, I'm I'm courageous. If I believe I'm rich, I'm rich. Now you Robbie can turn back around and ask me, but how am I going to believe I'm rich, Viva? I've got my debts and I've got to pay the credit cards and I've got I don't got more, no money on me. I've got no mm -hmm. job. How am I gonna do that? Now that's hard. That's very tricky, isn't it? That's that, that is hard, yeah. Yeah, but that is only tricky if you keep thinking that money is the boss there. Ah, 
Okay. So money is but not you the give boss. The, no, you, you're giving your power away to the money. And then you go and sit. We all sit in the lack mentality. If we keep thinking that we are fat, there is no way we're going to become thin or we're going to become healthy. Right. Because that's an emotion attached to all of that too. Look at that. That's yeah. it. That ex- yeah. Exactly it. Now, what is that emotion when you keep thinking that uh, the word money, you got, you got to do it as a social experiment. When we <laughs> say money, how do people actually feel about it? Oh, there they, are some people who feel excited when they hear the word money. And then there are some people who feel very anxious. Yes. Now, if you feel anxious and you think about money, there is no way you're going to get that money because you're okay. not in the right frequency again. You got to start feeling excited about money. Or how yeah. do you feel excited about money? You got to get rid of your bottom beliefs. Now, how do you know what your bottom beliefs are? Let's go there. Let's, okay. let's look at yeah. deleting our bottom beliefs because these are in our subconscious. We don't even know we have these bottom beliefs until we dig. Mm. Uh, I learned a cool trick from my uh, uh, friend who is a theta healer. So she always asked this question, right? What's the worst thing that can happen? So let's play this game between us, right? Yes. Um, uh, tell me something that you're, that you're struggling with right now or you know that someone is struggling with. Um, yeah, so uh, let's, let's take money. So struggling right. with uh, money, um, having enough to buy a program. Let's just go there. Yeah. Okay. What's the worst thing when you don't have that program? What's the worst thing that can happen if you don't have the program? If I don't have the program, then I would think I, I couldn't learn. Um, and I would not um, be a part of that particular program. And I probably wouldn't grow. So that is okay. my thought around that. Mm-hmm. Great. What's the worst thing that can happen if you can't grow? If I can't grow, then I will stay the same. Okay. What happens if you stay the same? What's wrong with that? What's the worst thing that can happen if you stay the same? Well, I just will be, I feel like I'm just existing and not moving forward. Okay. What's the worst thing that can happen? I know I'm going to annoy you. You're going to feel <laughs> irritated, but, but this no. is going to get somewhere. Let's, okay. let's get there. Okay. So what's going to happen if, uh, what's the worst thing that can happen if uh, you don't get, go anywhere? Well, I'm going to feel frustrated and I'm going to be very angry. Okay, what's, what's the worst thing that can happen when you feel frustrated and angry? I'm now going to be sad and possibly, uh, you know, spiral down into a depression. Okay, what's the worst thing that can happen when you are depressed? Woo, um, I won't get out of bed. Uh, I won't brush my teeth. I will just uh, not not be happy. It's even talking about it now, I feel, oh, you know, my whole spirit will be just like a weight. Your, your spirit will be like a weight. Let's do this one more time. What's the worst thing that can happen when you can't get out of bed, you can't brush your teeth and you feel weighted down? That is the worst, the worst thing. thing. Yeah, that is the worst think, thing. Yeah. You think that's the worst thing ever? So yeah, you that's have the worst this, thing ever. We did this exercise for like a minute or two, but there was a couple of times where you came by saying that um, it, it sounded to me like um, you wouldn't feel that you are enough or right. you are not happy. I wouldn't feel worthy. I wouldn't feel happy. 
Um, Great. Yeah. So you won't feel worthy. Now, yeah. this you won't feel worthy part is a huge, huge bottom belief that mm. most of us have. And if we do this exercise with anybody about anything and you keep digging and digging and digging, I do this to myself. Um, whenever I feel upset about something, right? When I say that, um, oh shit, I'm gonna, I, I, I'm gonna lose my job next next month. You know, people have this right that fear that are not that. even real. The fear, yeah. you know, whenever mm-hmm. you fear something, um, I can't leave this relationship. I'm so scared to leave that relationship. Okay, right. what's the worst thing that can happen? And then you keep going down. This I am not worthy will come up. Yeah. Uh, I am not enough will come up. I am a victim will come up. I will feel guilty. And that is so amazing because these are bottom beliefs. That is so not true because you as what you are are amazingly enough, Robbie. I as what I am is enough. We got to keep telling ourselves that and we got to keep feeling that feeling so that we override these bottom beliefs that we have. Now, that is the first step because if we don't clear out these bottom beliefs by making ourselves believe that we are worthy, Okay. We will keep attracting things to have us to learn that lesson. Ah, so I get it now because I've been focusing on not the means, but I've been focusing like on the money part. And yeah. it, when you keep focusing on and all the negative things that when you don't have it or when you need it and, you know, how are you going to get it? All that's negative. So when you continue to think about that, that's what you continue to con- attract in your world. Am I correct yeah, and that? Exactly. That's exactly okay. what it is. And the difficult part is we, we see the only reason why we are able to assess this and actually break it down in, into these bite-sized pieces was again mm. by being aware of it, by being uh-huh. in the now. Okay, right now, when we were having this conversation, none of us went to the past or the future. We were right now trying to assess that problem and break it down. We go back to being conscious. Mm, Okay. It all looks like a lot of effort now that we break it down and we try to put it down into all these steps, but then do it often enough. And just like any practice, it it becomes so simple and and, and you would start. Remember the time we started driving the car for the first time? Yes. Yes, we I were do. trying to break it down into steps. You were like, "Oh, that's the clutch, that's the brain." You got to uh-huh. look at that, and you you got like fifteen steps, and you look at the instructor, and you're like, "How the fuck am I gonna learn this shit?" Like, there's so <laughs> many things to remember. <laughs> oh wow! Today we don't even think about it, do we? No, we don't. No, we're it's, like snap, boom, yeah. zoom. Yep, Done. and don't even think about it. Okay, yeah, that is wow. how we got to deal with. That's the stage we can get to. But see, a lot of people put a lot of effort into learning and training ourselves about all these material things. But when it comes to our own brain, we are like, oh, that's too much effort. I'm not going to do it. We do it once, twice, and they're like, oh, that's too much work. You didn't ah. give up when you were trying to drive your car. That's correct. Okay. Nice. Well, I think I am on the path to consciousness. Amazing. You're right yes. now. You're conscious right now, Robbie. You're, not yes. on the path. you're conscious right now. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So I want to ask, um, have you had a struggle? So our audience is all about learning and we have learned so much here today, but do you have an example where, um, you have tried to manifest something and, um, first it was a struggle and then it came apart. I mean, you know, it came up. 
somehow I, well, let's talk about weight loss for me, because I would feel that, you know, I, I, I became a different person through that journey. Um, I've got several examples to tell, but I think the weight loss one a number of people can relate to, that was about 15 years ago, I was around 25 kilos heavier than I am right now. Okay. Um, I, I don't know, about 20, 25 kilos, what's that in pounds? You got to do the math for me. Um, so that's about um, 55 pounds. Uh, yes. So 55, 55 pounds. pounds heavier, <laughs> and I'm not even five feet. So uh, that's a lot of weight to be um, on somebody carrying who's, around. Yes. Who's my size, right? I, and that obviously came with a lot of um, unworthiness. Oh. That came with a lot of um, feeling I'm not enough. That came with a lot of me going out to shops and trying out clothes, and none of them fit, and I walk out feeling so dejected. And I can't use the money that I, I, I earn to get myself something good because nothing looks good on me. I mean, I look like shit. And this was, the, this was my thought. This was my thought process for the majority ah. of my life. And I tried everything to lose weight. I used to walk like eight kilometers a day. I used to stop eating. I used to stop, have one meal a day. I used to do everything that the internet told me to, but I never lost the weight. Until one day I had a flip and switch that, that flipped in my, in my head. Okay. Then I started thinking, I'm not going to tell myself I want to lose weight. I'm going to tell myself I am fit. Ah. I'm going to start behaving like a fit person. I'm going to start eating like a fit person. I'm going to start moving like a fit person. I'm going to start um, having my shoulders back and my head held high and walking like a fit person. So I ah. am a fit person right now. Right. And I love that. my kilos started dropping off magically. And so, that built my character. That, uh, yep. that, that yeah, it, it changed the way I talk. It I changed moved. the way you actually talk to yourself. So the unworthiness went away. Uh, you were now seeing yourself as a as a bold girl, as a a warrior, and you started eating right. See, that is the key. That is good. And that's the same thing with money. If you continue to think you're broke, then you are. So you got to say that you're rich. You, you got to tell yourself you gotta you're tell yourself rich, that. Yes. But don't even tell yourself you're or rich. Wealthy. Tell yourself you're abundant. Abundant. Yes. I like that better. Yes. Right. Yeah. Tell yourself, ask yourself, why do I have so much abundance in my, in my life? I love that. Yes. These wow. are lofty questions. Uh, why am I, why, why is the universe always conspiring um, uh, to, to give me the things that I want? Why is, why is there so much? Why am I surrounded with so much wealth? Why am I surrounded with so much of abundance? Mm -hmm. And then you start looking at all the things that all the gifts that are around you, abundance in terms of the love that you have, abundance in terms of the nature you're surrounded with, and abundance in terms of all that lovely food that you have in the refrigerator. And then you start <laughs> feeling rich. You start, you feeling, start abundant. feeling abundant. Wow. If, if I'm not taking up too much of your time, I like to tell a little story. Um, so they did a, an um, uh, experiment um, uh, with um, uh, hotel maids, okay. right? So they went to a bunch of hotel maids and some researchers and scientists, as they do, they asked these bunch of hotel maids, um, hey, so how many I, are you guys working out every day? And they said, no, we are not. No, really? I mean, are you guys not exercising? No, we don't have time to exercise. Do you guys feel you're fit? No, not at all. We're not fit at all. Okay. But actually, in reality, all of these women 
were working out more than 70% of the people in that entire city. Uh-huh. I mean, any one of us who does housework know how difficult it is, how tiring it is to do housework. You're like sweeping and vacuuming <laughs> yes. and you're like cleaning and you're, you're changing the sheets and you get tired, you're sweaty and all that. You're burning a bunch of calories. But none of these women actually felt that they were doing anything um, that, to burn calories. To burn calories. Okay. They did not believe that they were leading a healthy lifestyle. Uh-huh. So what the researchers did was they, they took an, a bunch of, um, uh, a few of these women to a separate room and they said that, hey, ladies, you know, I've got some news for you, man. I mean, every single day, you're actually burning extra 350 calories by doing all this. Like sweeping takes 100 calories and you're doing it for 10 rooms. So you're burning like 1,000 calories right there itself. I mean, you guys are like really working out more than I do. And, and, and then something flipped in the brains of um, these women. They started believing that they are actually healthy. And then there were the rest of them who were not aware of it. So they were carrying on with life as they always did. And a couple of months later, these researchers and scientists came back and started measuring the body fat and weight of those women. The women who were led to believe that they were actually leading a healthy lifestyle lost inches off their waist. They wow. lost weight. They became fit. Now, the other set of women who were actually doing the same work, but they, were, they, didn't, they did not have this belief that they're doing anything healthy, did not change at all. You see how belief matters. See, belief matters. Wow. And that's living a mindfulness and living on consciousness. Is that correct? That is right. That is right. Yes. So um, let's swing back and just tell us again, how can our audience find you? Get on conscious. Get on (laughs) conscious. Everyone get on conscious. (laughs) It's as simple as that on YouTube, on uh, Facebook, on, uh, um, uh, and we are, uh, also have our audio podcast on your, all your regular podcast channels, whether it's Spotify or uh, Apple podcast, and you uh, look for unconscious podcast, but yeah, that's where we are. Get unconscious. Thank you so much. This has been liberating and I hope the audience has also uh, found some nuggets, some really golden nuggets to to take with them and to start practicing the techniques and the strategies that you have provided provided for us. So I am really grateful for that. Thank you so much, Reva. This has been awesome. This has been great for me. Thank you so much for inviting me to your show, Robbie. And you're doing some phenomenal, phenomenal work. I listen to some of the other podcasts as well. And empowerment actually is a great service. It raises your vibration and the vibration of others. So you're in the right radio frequency to get all that abundance and manifestation that you need. Woohoo! Thank you. And with that, I am going to say I'm Robbie Walls. Thank you for listening to Bold Girl Biz. And I will see you next time. Hey, thanks for listening to Bold Girl Biz. If you've enjoyed today's lessons learned, leave us a comment or review. And for today's show notes, head over to boldgirlbiz.com and click podcast. While you're there, you'll find tools to help you power through your journey to success to achieve your goals. Always remember, I believe in you. You are powerful and you are bold. See you soon. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.